Hey y'all, welcome to the Working Dog Wednesday show on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast, brought to you by Joy Dog Food. Now, I'm your host, Mike Green. I'm the owner and operator of Cottonville Road Kennels, located in Norwood, North Carolina. I want to let you know for more information about Joy Dog Food or to find a Joy dealer near you, visit joydogfood.com. Now let's get on to the show. Joy Super Meal 3020 is one of my favorite formulas. Uh, it has added pumpkin meal for sensitive stomachs and increased available calcium, added magnesium for quick muscle repair, 510 kcals per cup. Yes, 510. Uh, omega-3 and 6 fatty acids for healthy skin and coat, added glucosamine and chondroitin for joint health. All proteins are 97% digestible. I think that's pretty dang good. And it is formulated with 100% American ingredients. It's great for females getting ready to have puppies. It's even great for puppies. Uh, I recommend it for those super hard hunted dogs that are getting really pounded, especially during the winter. Uh, It's what I feed when I'm hunting through the colder months, and I love it. So, uh, if you want Fueled by Joy, if you want Joy Super Meal 3020, go to joydogfood.com or give us a call 1 800 245. 4125. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Green, and I'm your host today for your Fuel by Joy Working Dog Wednesday show. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in today. Just want to give you a reminder if you want to reach out to me, uh, contact me in any way, you can do that by emailing me at mike at joydogfood.com that's mike at joydogfood.com if you got any concerns any questions uh, or any suggestions you can send that to me uh, at mike at joydogfood.com and and at any point if you would like to know more about joy dog food feel free to get on the website check out the uh, joydogfood.com joydogfood.com and you'll be able to uh, find a dealer uh, close to you, find nutritional value and other information that you may need to know. But we do appreciate you tuning in today, guys. And um, today we got a good show. Today we got a good show. We're coming off of the uh, UKC, uh, it's the United Kennel Clubs World Championship. That's the Hunting Beagle World Championship. It was this past weekend. And um, they had uh, about 300 dogs show up up there this weekend. They had some. Uh, Good running. They had some tough running. There's a lot of different stories coming out uh, after the fact, and uh, I'm fortunate enough today to be able to sit down with the uh, the owner of the uh, United Kennel Clubs World Champion, uh, which is uh, the new world champion, which is uh, Grand Hunting Beagle Champion Scotty's Little Italy GG. Did I say that right, there, boys? Yes, sir. Yep, Scotty's little Italy GG, and uh, she was able to uh, stand the test and go through the <clears throat> the cast and uh, make it to the end and come out as a world champion. And so it's awesome, and it is my pleasure to have uh, Brian Hartram on here with me today, who's the owner of Scotty's little GG. Uh, excuse me, Scotty's little Italy GG. And the handler who handled her over the weekend, and that is uh, Dusty Irwin. And so uh, it's my pleasure to have both these guys on here. And both of them are out of Ohio, and so we got them on here together today. And so I hope you enjoy the show, and we'll get right on into it. So, uh, uh, fellas, how are we, how are you doing today? Doing good. Couldn't ask for a better day. 
<clears throat> good deal, good deal. <laughs> yeah, here you are. Uh, two days coming off of the World Championship. That's uh, a pretty pretty big deal in the hunting beagle world when it comes to UKC. And uh, so I imagine you've been on the phone, had several phone calls, and uh, and I know you've had a lot of congratulatory comments that I've seen on Facebook. And so uh, and I want to say congratulations to you and uh, and being able to pull through all the way to the end this weekend. And, um, I know you guys are looking forward to, uh, things to come. Um, so what we want to do, uh, Brian, I want to talk to you first on this deal because you are the owner of GG and, uh, I want you to kind of fill us in first off, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and where you're from and, uh, uh, how you got into, how you got into running hunting beagle and different things like that. And, uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on there. Um, well, I'm 43 years old, uh, kind of born and, and uh, raised here around Nashport, Ohio. Um, I've, all, I've always coon hunted for probably, I don't know, 20, 20 years. And then I kind of got into the squirrel hunting. And as a kid, dad always had a couple of beagles there around the house that we'd rabbit hunt with. And, you know, but dad, he, he was a meat hunter. He never field trout or anything. And, and uh, I thought man I, you know, I was more of a tree dog enthusiast instead of a dog that just run and run and run and run and run and never stopped and treed and uh so i got to running some dogs with some buddies of mine and i thought man they got the mcveigh memorial in coshocton ohio every year and they got the, the hunting beagle nationals which was in coshocton now they've moved it to zanesville and the, both either area is 15 minutes from my house 20 minutes tops and uh so uh actually um that's that's kind of how i got into the beagle part of it just due to those few hunts it was big and squirrel hunting couldn't do it in the summertime because of the leaves and and uh, i had to find something to do to keep me uh um busy instead of sitting at the house <laughs> and uh so i got into the beagles and um we had a dog me and mark and dusty had a little dog called scar that we bought and uh we won the nationals with him and some other uh a pkc pro hunt and some stuff and we ended up selling him and and uh and then just i mean about the last three years is is about all longer i've really ran beagles and 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 competition hunted them and just been real fortunate i guess um to have some good dogs and and just i guess got lucky i don't know well we know uh <clears throat> i don't care what nobody says luck is all about it you know every time every time i've ever hunted the world i got there with the new world champion but i just run out of luck you know so before before i got to the end so it, it is it is luck but it's also hard work and and dedication to running the dogs and being a part of them learning them and the dog learning you as well and uh, yeah. uh and all yeah and uh we just i mean and we i won the won the mcveigh hunt last year with uh one of mitch gold and, and cody rucker and the heat em up um kennels guys dogs and and just been fortunate enough to have good dogs um myself you know and and this and and i mean that's i mean you have to have a good dog i mean yeah i mean it's i mean i don't care it's 70 percent dog 20% luck and I mean if you and if you're I mean in the handler I mean it takes a handler but 
I mean, if you don't have a good dog, it, it, I mean, it, it don't matter. I mean, it, it's, right. a, a lot of people say, oh, it's handlers. Well, I don't care. You can put the best <laughs> with the worst dog, and he's not gonna he's not gonna win big hunts. Uh uh-uh. Got to give him something to work with. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but, you, uh, so you you said so last year. So you so you won that last year, and then and um, and so you uh, was that the last big hunt that you won before? Yeah, you- that last last big hunt I won, and then this spring. Um, I had a couple of days. They started the junior nationals, and this was the second year, I believe, for the junior nationals. And um, I had uh, two young dogs, um, and, and I let uh, well, Dusty's dad actually handled one of them, and a friend of mine, um, Tom Ingram, handled the other one, and they got third and fourth in the junior nationals. And then uh, a buddy of mine had another dog. It was out of um, the uh, Rage and Cajun Ruger. And uh, Dusty handled him and got second in the, in the registered part of the nationals. And uh, I was in the top 16 in the grands and got beat. And uh, and it wasn't um, – that's, that's a few short weeks after that is when I'd hunted with Gigi. And um, I uh, – we, we were hunting, and, well, she was, she was cleaning my clock pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was hunting the dog that Dusty got second in the, in the registered nationals with, and and uh, I mean she was cleaning my clock pretty good, and and uh, we turned loose, and the dogs was gone. We had 15 minutes left to hunt. I remember as if it was last night, and we had 15 minutes left to hunt. And um, Jerry Scott is who um, owned GG, and we turned the dogs loose, and they were like 375 yards away, up down a back of path. And all of a sudden, I look at my Garmin, and my dog's like like 90 feet over here to the left. And I thought, man, I'm fixing to get skinned here. And uh, he opened about a half a bark, and I struck him. And about the time I struck, Gigi opened way through there by herself, and she took off just blistering the track. And I thought, oh, no, you know. And, uh, well, Ringer, he pecked his track around there in about two circles, and the rabbit come right across the path. And I scored a line by myself, and that's ultimately how I beat her by pure luck. Mm-hmm. And and I come home, and I and that was on a Sunday evening. We had a sun as a Sunday hunt over here at the club, and um, I uh, I come home and I slept on that. I slept on that, and I couldn't get just couldn't get that out of my mind about that dog. And the next day, I woke up and I looked for Jerry Scott's phone number for two hours. <laughs> And I said, I'm calling Jerry Scott. I'm going to see if he'll sell me that dog. Just something about her. I just, I just seen something in her. And, uh, and so I finally, I find Jerry's number on the UKC website as a hunt contact. And I called, left a message a couple hours later, he hadn't called and then I called him again. And about the fourth time, I think he answered the phone and, uh, he told me that, uh, you know, well, Brian, heck, she ain't even AKC registered. I said, Jerry, that don't bother me. I just want to, I want something to hunt. I said, and I want a female. And I said, uh, boy, I, I like her. And uh, he, he kind of him hauled around there for a few minutes. And he said, well, my, I don't want to sell prices uh, X amount of dollars. And I said, you just sold her, Jerry. And he, <laughs> and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, Jerry. He um, and I mean, Jerry deserves as much credit as I do, um, as far as Gigi goes. As a, as worst, you know, what kind of dog she is. And and when I bought her, she um, 
was a hunting beagle champion, qualified for the clash, um, and needed three wins to be a grand hunting beagle champion. Mm-hmm. And, and so I didn't know if Jerry, you know, Jerry, he's a, from down in Southern Ohio, kind of a, um, I mean, no offense, but Jerry's kind of a, a hillbilly, you know, and, and you know, that, and I thought Jerry probably don't watch the internet or Facebook too much, you know, so I called him and I said, Hey, I said, I just wanted to let you know, Gigi's in the top uh, 18 of the world hunt. He said, Oh my, Brian. He said, keep me posted. I hope she wins it. And I said, okay. And, uh, so a little bit later I called him back. I said, by God, she's in the top six. He said, Oh my. <laughs> and uh, so a little bit later, you know, I called him again. And I said, Oh, Gigi's in the final three. And he said, She's going to mess around and win that, isn't she, Brian? I said, boy, I hope so. Well, so come Sunday morning, I called him, and I said, he, and, and you could just hear the joy in his voice, and uh, he was super proud, you know, and he mm-hmm. said, he said, I'm glad you got her, Brian. He said, because she would have never got the opportunity to be where she's at. He said, he said, and I know you run the hair off them dogs. And I said, well, I said, I put a lot of effort into it, a lot of time. And, uh, but yeah, so. And that, that's uh, that's where we was at there, and and Dusty here, he um, he uh, <laughs> well, he uh, hunted the McVeigh hunt for me, and he he got a little upset with her because <laughs> he, she wouldn't hunt for him, and and I said uh, I said well Dusty, I said she's a personable dog, I said you got to love and pet on her, I said she loves that attention, and he said well she just didn't hunt very good, and I said well. I said, you know, I, I said, I don't know, you know, well, he comes calling me and his Tom was going to take her to the world hunt and he got sick and his mom got sick and was in the hospital. And he comes calling me there on Wednesday evening and he says, uh, or actually maybe it was Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday. He called and I said, Oh, I don't know. I said, I said, I'm probably just going to leave her at home. And I said, I said, heck, I said, it don't mean anything. And he says, well, I'd like to take her if you'd let me. And I said, okay. I said, I said, call me Wednesday. So he calls me Wednesday night. And I said, well, call me before you leave tomorrow. And he calls and he says, are you going to let me take her? And I said, yeah, come over. I said, I'll get you some dog food. I said, I want to show you how to do everything. And he said, okay. So that's how Dusty ultimately uh, got to take her and hunt her in the world hunt. But he, he did, he did a fine job and I'm super proud of him. Absolutely. I, I guarantee that you are and, uh, and good, good for him and, and for Jerry and, and, and really for, for everybody that's involved in that, uh, with that dog there. And, and, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people can't, uh, you know, a lot of people look at, uh, field trialing differently, I guess, but, uh, you know, I'm like you, you know, I go out here and you got a dog that's, uh, really getting it done and, and and just like there, whenever you got your eye, when Gigi caught your eye, you know that that's the time. You know when you really look at a hound and you say, <clears throat> you know, as a houndsman, that's a dog that I want to put in my kennel because of not because the dog won or lost or tied or done this, but because the dog hit the ground, went to work and did what the dog was supposed to do. Win, lose or draw, it's uh it's all about the dog, you know. And so, uh, good for you. And then <laughs> you really wanted you hunting his, hunting his, uh, number down for, uh, two hours there and, uh, can constantly calling. And so, um, <laughs> I can, I can understand that. I really can. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I guess, uh, I'm one of them kind of people that when I want to do something, I want to do it and I want to do it now. There's no wait. You know what I mean? I, I'm ready. I mean, when I set my mind to something, 
I'm, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we can respect that for sure because, uh, a lot of us are that way. Uh, want to get it, get it done, do it right now, <laughs> buy it, go get it, whatever it is. Um, and so, uh, good, good for you now. Um, it, now she, now the dog that you won the national, you said you won the nationals last year. Is that right? Uh, 2021 won the national. 2021. Yep. Now that, what dog was that? Um, it was a dog, um, we called little mighty scar, um, that, uh, dusty and his dad and, and I was all partners on him together and, uh, and dusty and they was working a bunch and stuff and we just got rid of him and kind of went separate directions, but I mean, Dusty and Mark, they, I mean, anytime I've needed somebody to run a dog or do something, they've uh, always jumped in and, and I mean, they just didn't have the time to be out there running them and keeping them ready. You know what I mean? They was working and six and seven days a week cutting timber and, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the time to be out there, uh, you know, to put all the extra work in to be able to get ready to go to a hunt. Right. Right. I got you. I got you. Well, you know, and the thing about it is, is, is being a, being a houseman and understanding, you know, sometimes when you, when you don't have time, you know, the dog needs to go and do something greater, better, or at least get more time on the ground and things like that. Sometimes you just have to work with somebody or make a decision on the dog. Um, because ultimately we want the dogs to be healthy and happy, um, and, and doing what they love to do every day. Um, and so, so when when du- so make sure I got the story right. So Dusty calls you looking looking to take Gigi to the world, um, and so before he called, uh, according to what I'm understanding, Gigi wasn't going to the world. Gigi was, no, G- yeah. Gigi, what uh, Tom, a buddy of mine, was, was wanted to take her, and and Dusty, he was going with his dad and a couple other friends, and uh, and Dusty was taking the bigger Ed dog, and. Um, and uh, he says, well, Tom ain't going to take her. Y'all just, I'll take her. And mm-hmm. I, said, I said, I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, <laughs> Dusty had me upset. <laughs> and he, he, you know, he uh, he, um, he was upset at GG. And I thought, heck, ain't no need in taking her if you got mad at her last time. You know oh, I, mean? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told me, you know. And, and I, but I, I was. I, w- I would have never, I would have never, I mean, when it come down to the time to go, I would have let him take her. You know what I mean? It is just, but I wasn't going to give him that answer three days ahead. Think on it. Yeah. I said, I said, you got mad at her a little bit. And I said, and uh, so Friday, uh, his dad, uh, Dusty's dad calls me and he says, you ought to see him, Brian. I said, what's that? He said, he's carrying her all over the fairgrounds in his arms, just a patting her and a loving on her. I said, well, <laughs> I said, you just wait until he turns her loose here in a little bit. I said, he's going to think he turned the house's lipper loose. I said, cause she's going to be gone. And, uh, and I, and, 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 and yeah, that's, I mean, she hunts, I mean, she hunts now. I mean, she will flat get gone and find you a rabbit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, now who's her siren Dane? Well, her dad is a uh, let me get this straight i know he's a grand hunting big old champion and he come he just comes uh, out of jeff ing's dogs from down around gloucester ohio and i think his name's far roll on or something like that little italy's far roll on and i and um he's uh just just some some of jeff's old dogs just i mean not i mean a lot of people don't know i know much about him i don't know much about him um other than um 
I mean, a lot of the dogs that I've hunted with, um, you know, in the last few years that Jeff's had, um, seem to be rabbit dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, they, they rabbit dog you. Oh yeah. I got you. I understand that. I really do. And, and the dame, do you know who the dame is? Yeah. Her, um, she's a little female that Jerry had. Um, and her name's, um, Scotty's be careful. And she is, um, her dad is, um, br- uh, world champion brush act grand slam, hurry up grand slam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her mom, um, is an old female, um, that Jerry Scott had. And her name is, uh, Scotty's, uh, let's be happy, happy, happy. Or, um, I might've had one too many happies in there. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, the old happy was a national champion, um, national grand champion. So, um, I mean, she's, um, got a, uh, a line of history there behind her. Yeah. I know that dog. I didn't know, I didn't know the male side, uh, or the sire side, but yeah, I know that side there. Oh, uh, yeah. that you're talking about with that, uh, with that blood there. So, uh, matter of fact, I remember that happy, happy dog and, yeah. uh, sure do. She, she was before my time. I never got to hunt with her, but. I know um, several people um, I've talked to in the last few days um, said that uh, Jerry had an old dog called Windstorm or something, uh, something in that neighborhood of that of that name, and they and, they, and several of them said it was within the top ten rabbit dogs they'd ever hunted with. Wow. And I believe Gigi, I believe Gigi might go back to that old dog somewhere right there in Jerry's line. But yeah, wow. Well, that's a good line to be out of, right? It worked out really good for uh, for this weekend, and yeah, uh, and and uh, <laughs> that's awesome, man. That is that is really awesome. And then, um, so with that going, when he he calls you, you finally let him know on the day before <clears> or <throat> the day of, and he's fixing to roll out of town, head to the world, and um, and then you're like, all right, here you can take GG, and so. When he left with Gigi, you knew he had a he, he you knew he had a good dog in his hand. You knew he was a, a good he knew he was a good handler. You only thing you didn't know is how much luck was going to be uh, delivered on, on at any given moment there. So uh, that's a pretty good combination going into a big hunt like that. Um, you know, we don't ever know what's going to happen because there again, dog can turn left, dog can turn right, and that can make the difference in first strike or last strike and um and so that happens there so um so let's uh let's get let's get dusty in here and um let's uh let's let's hear about let's hear about these casts leading in, leading up to the final here and, and how things went for you dusty how are you i'm good how are you and man i'm i'm doing good it's a it's a pleasure to have you guys on here uh tonight and uh as you've heard our conversation there thus far uh, about where gg came from how all this came to be and uh, it's kind of a kind of an interesting story really matter of fact i was telling my buddy today i was talking to him i was kind of explaining to him about it a little bit and he said so you, he said let me get this straight he said, a man wanted to take the dog. The other man didn't know about taking the dog. And then he said that he could take the dog. And then he ended up winning the world with the dog. I said, yeah. He said, boy, I bet he's glad he let him take that dog. 
<laughs> I, I said, yeah, well, see, my luck, it goes the other way. It never goes that way. So I send somebody, one of my dogs, they call me and they're like, man, your dog's stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't win nothing with this dog. So I don't know how to worry you made it a hunting beagle champion. So, um, well, that's, uh, that's awesome, man. And, and so this is a pretty, pretty, uh, interesting story, uh, as far as the behind the scenes of what goes on, I'm sure a lot of other people may know what went on and, uh, and all, but, uh, but Dusty, here's what I want you to do. First of all, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got into hunting, how you got into beagling, field trialing and things like that. And maybe some accomplishments that you may have had, uh, besides the world hunt, let's don't talk about the world hunt just yet. Let's talk about everything kind of leading up to hear from whenever you was younger, older, and I know about shooting the stump and, or the log. And, uh, you can tell that story there. Cause, uh, I know the listeners love to hear stuff like that right there. So, uh, um, as we get ready to, as we get ready to hear what Dusty's going to, uh, got to say about his time, uh, folks, I just want to remind you that if you want to find out about joy dog food, you can, uh, go on our webpage at joydogfood.com. You can search out dealers, uh, in your area. It's a map on there. You can email, uh, customer service, find out, uh, information that you may want to find out and, uh, reach out to them. We'll help you get the dog food in your town as best as we possibly can. So, uh, again, joydogfood.com, find out what you need to do. All right, Dusty had to drop that one in there right quick. So, uh, let's, uh, let's hear how, how you got into this business. Well, ever since I, well, ever since I was born, my um, dad's always hunted beagles, and then we used to own a little mighty Aussie dog back in the day. And my dad did a lot of winning with him, and um, I always wanted to try it. Never really got a chance. I played a lot of baseball when I was a kid and all the way through school. And when I graduated, we started. Um, that kind of got me a good dog started, and went to some trials. Did a little bit of winning, not much. And then my my second dad, Brian, kind of gave me a better chance at winning. Um, some better dogs and here we are (laughs) (laughs) not much to my story that's pretty that man that's pretty uh that's i don't know how many years we jumped right there but buddy we went from born to now (laughs) 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 i didn't didn't get to do much through my um childhood stuff i played a lot of baseball like over 200, 200 games a year and never didn't have much of a childhood okay all right so so how old are you dusty I'm 26. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you, Bo. I looked at your picture on Facebook. You look older than 26. I'm going to tell you, you quit. You're working too hard. Just ease up no. a little bit. No, I'm just joking with you, man. <laughs> so, no, no. He, can grow, no, he can grow a full beard at 12 or 14 years old. <laughs> I, guess I, could, I could probably imagine that from his picture I've seen on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I was looking him up on Facebook and I was trying to get my messages straightened out, I looked and I said, well, is that him right there? And I looked and I said, no, that ain't him. I said, that dude, there's like 40. And then, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that got us. So, uh, so you had some experience growing. So, well, you had to learn how to handle a dog somewhere along the way. I had a pretty good teacher. Um, if you, I don't know if you heard any stories about this, Brian Harchin, but he used to be a dandy. You know, he taught me. He taught me a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, that's what it takes—a mentor in this that that'll spend time with you and 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 not give you the easy, not give you the easy ounce. You know, make you work for it. 
and uh and so there you go you having a mentor in the field to uh, help you and then of course he you know you run his dog and uh you know he he knows that you've been mentored by him trained up he trusts you and so uh so good deal but even though you you know sometimes you just can't get a dog to hunt i mean i don't care what you do you just don't but don't be mad at them don't be mad. Well, let me tell you something the dog of hunting McVeigh hunt was not the dog of hunting the world i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> well you know every dog has their day that's for sure and every now and again that day ain't really the day we want them to have it or when we want them to have it that's for sure uh never forget i went to a hunt one time and very a matter of fact me and shane was talking about it last week uh, or the other week when i had him on here shane seaman and uh um hunted a cast with him one time and one of the best bitches that i've ever owned and this joker won't even she won't even go to the dogs i mean she's just gonna have her <laughs> moment right there all she had yeah. to do was go bark that's all she had to do was bark to win the cast that's it just get struck in and she stood, she stood up there with me. You know how a dog, when they hear a funny noise, they turn the head left and they turn the head right. You know, that's what yeah. she that's what she did with Shane's dog. She just sat up there like, "What in the world?" And it's not the day to be quiet. Right now is not the day. You know. So uh, hey, man, every dog deserves to have a day. So that's all right. And and you know, good for you for even though you had a you know a, an experience to be able to still say look i know this dog i know this dog is good because one brian wouldn't have chased down jerry for 45 days trying to catch him calling him every minute of every hour uh, that, but no uh you know you know if he owns the dog he trusts the dog you trust the dog you know it's kind of one of those things a houndsman knows a dog so uh absolutely so so you call up brian you're like look dude let me take gg holds you all for three days he finally lets you say okay you can take gg to the hunt now when you get to the hunt and you're walking around petting the dog and rubbing the dog being nice to the dog being personable like you said uh yes, we're getting the dog to look, look i want you to love me like you love brian that's what i yep. need you to do <laughs> I, know, I know what you're doing so uh oh, yeah. so tell us how it all tell us how the world went from the beginning well, when I first, every time I turned a dog loose, she went and did her job. There was no nonsense. Um, other dogs were taking minuses, and she just kept her mouth shut. Um, the main thing is, every time you turn it loose, she's the same dog. I mean, there's no guessing or anything. When she barks, it's a, there's a rabbit. You don't have to worry about taking the minuses and what she's doing or she's ever eating deer guts or what she's doing. She's hunting for a rabbit, which made it nice. Yeah. Yeah. Now the first cast you got casted out on Friday. Yes, sir. Um, you get casted a four dog cast, I assume. Yep. What was you? What was? How was the? What was the scoring like in that cast? Um, we only let me think about it. I think we ran two rabbits, and she jumped the first one. We ran it for a while. We got. A, I think we we didn't get no lines on it. She we circled it three or four times in there. So we plus the strikes, and then we had a couple dogs take a minus on baby rabbits. I'm guessing that's what they were. They didn't go nowhere. And then she ended up taking a second strike on the second round. We ran that cast, and that's how I won the cast. Got you. So she just did the least amount of wrong, and what she did right, she did it well. A hundred percent. There you go. There you go. So you moved on to the second round, and uh, – um how'd that cast run now now did you run the second round the same day that no it was, no not until saturday okay all right so you got mm -hmm. saturday morning you got out saturday morning and uh tell mm -hmm. us about tell us about how that cast went 
you won't be honest with me. I'm still in shock. I don't remember how they went. I just know I was winning. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to be honest, I'm just worried about moving to the next round. <laughs> I won't be honest with you. I'm pretty short and sweet. <laughs> Look, when the pod, when the podcast recording's over with, he'd be like, oh, I do remember this one cool thing that happened. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> Yeah. Rec- recording's over with. <laughs> so, 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 well, do you remember the final round? Oh, yeah, 100%. All right. So, so let me make sure I get this right. So, you won Friday, you won Saturday morning. Did you run Saturday evening? I ran, I ran one Friday, I ran three on Saturday. Oh, and then okay. the, finals were, and the finals were Sunday morning. All right. So, you run three, three on Saturday. That's tough on the dog right there to go out, travel out, run, <clears throat> run a 90 minute cast. Um, it's tough on the handler as well, especially down in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some rough ground down there. And uh, what's the name of that club? Um, uh, uh, um, Waynesburg. What's in Waynesburg, Pennsylvania? I don't know the name of the club, but it's uh, maybe it's called Waynesburg Beagle Club. I don't know, but I know it's in Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, they got a good thing going over there. I know they've yep. had a, they've had a lot of good got uh, nationals and and everything's went uh, um, not nationals. NHBA days. Yeah, NHBA days, and then they had the eliminator there. Um. Didn't they have eliminated there this year? I uh, know that's down in West Virginia, um, at South Harrison Bigel Club. That's right, that's right, man. You can tell I ain't in the ball game much. I, I I have to keep up with everything from a distance anymore. If it ain't Randolph County Bigel Club, Crescent, or Mountain City, or Saltville, or somewhere, I don't I don't get to travel out very much because I can't be going over the weekend much anymore. And yeah. uh, so uh, uh, that I know I can I can tell you about the top six. Yeah. Um cast. Um <laughs> and Dusty, he he just knew he was winning. He was he was like he was like George and Wheezy. Mike, he's moving on up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving on up. <laughs> he's moving on up like George and Wheezy. Uh, yeah, I wish I had that song on here. I could just cut right into it right now. Yeah. I bet you after he won them cast, he was dancing like George coming out across. Oh, yeah, I could just yeah, I could just see him on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I was at the racetrack, um, the dirt track over here. Um, a friend of mine owned a, a dirt track, and they was racing, and I always go over and help him. And I run the mud truck, you know, pack the track in, and I'm riding in circles, and I'm thinking, man, how's my how's how's my big headed buddy doing? And uh, <laughs> Well, I knew the one boy was guiding him, so I figured he'd be walking along, you know, so I messaged him. I said, hey, give, make sure you keep me up to date. Well, pretty soon, what, about three or four minutes later, um, Texas back and said, GG zero, the other dog 100 minus. I was like, hmm, okay. Mm. Well, next update was GG struck 100, 100 line. I thought, man, nice. Mm-hmm. Well. Then my handler, my big, my big-headed buddy, he goes to playing a little bit of defense. <laughs> now he's a hundred points ahead, plus uh, you know he had a hundred minus, and we had two hundred. So and then he had second, second. So whatever the dog was ahead, well, the longer it went, the more my knees <laughs> driving that truck in circles. Um, <laughs> my knees was chattering off off each other. I I was ready to puke. I was ready to stop that truck and puke and. You know, I've I've competed with coon dogs and squirrel dogs for thousands of dollars. You yeah. Know? And I'm going to tell you, I was more nervous for Dusty and that daggone dog than I ever was hunting for 
twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars, and I'm out there handling the dog, and I was more nervous mm. than, than anything. And uh, even in the finals, um, Dusty and his dad come home and pick me up, and 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 we drove back over, and uh, because as I, I can't go on my own because I got sleeping issues, and heck, I can be sitting here talking to you and just fall asleep, and and I mean it's uh, it's terrible, mm. and so uh, they drove back home. Dusty, he said, he said, I want you here, Brian. I said, well, I said, okay, that's up to you, buddy. And they drove back home, picked me up, and we went back over. And and uh, but I was sitting in Randy Moore's uh, truck, which Randy, he's uh, I don't know if he's the president of the Beagle Club over there, but he's high up in their Beagle Club over there. And and me and Randy sitting in the pickup truck up on the hill with all the rest of the people, and it was cold, and the wind was blowing, and I kicked my seat back, and and and. Uh, he said, what's wrong? I said, I think I'm going to puke. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he said, well, what for? I said, I'm nervous. And he said, he said, nervous. I said, yeah. I said, I said, I'm just nervous. And she just had, and the same deal as, is uh, on the top six, she had a first strike and a first line and, and the one dog, I mean, she had a commanding lead, just wham, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a nervous wreck. I'd have been better off to stay at home and not even listen to nothing. <laughs> 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 just waited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. He can tell you about the finals now, but yeah. Yeah. I just, I remember and that dog, <laughs> that dog come all the way back within 60 points. And I'm thinking, Oh, Dusty, just stick the fork in him, you know, and get him. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's pretty cool because, you know, we've all been there. Somebody handling a dog for us. You're waiting to get a text or waiting to get a phone call, see how things are waiting for the cast to get back in, you know, and find out what's going on, you know? And, uh, so, so Dusty, when he's coming out of that top six right there, he's going into the finals. So the finals is Sunday morning. Um, what was the weather like up there Sunday morning? Uh, cold and windy. So it's pretty much the same. So everything yeah. pretty much the same didn't much change and then yeah, uh, so i <clears throat> so i'm keeping up with everything on this end you know watching and and keeping up with as much as possible you know talk to a few people along the way of what's going on so um so you got casted out with uh Kristen bundy and her uh cooper dog and yep. uh what was the other boy and his dog's name uh nate smith and his dog was chad, named, or chad smith chad smith and, uh, yeah the dog's name was Bo. Bo, and so you had Cooper and Bo, and um, um, so and and we know obviously they've done their work because here they are, you know, in the top three, uh, headed out to the finals, um, um, going going this far. Um, so regardless, and we don't know how what you know how their cast went along the way. We just know that here they are at the in the finals. So, um, I I don't know Chad Smith that that I know of. Um, but I do know Chris, and so I know the work's been put in, and here they are. And uh, um, you get out there that morning, it's cold. You you know Brian's breathing over your shoulder. You know we don't know if he's fixing to throw up or what's in that. But no, so you guys are out there. I know you're you're excited to just be there, right there at that moment in time as a houndsman. You're super proud of the dog already. And so, uh, so, so break, break down that last cast for me. Well, we walk up every turn loose and what, uh, about a minute into the cast, the bow dog, um, decides to bark going up along the, the road and he, um, struck him in 
Well, he takes 100 minus. He's the only dog struck in right off the get-go. So we get the dogs gathered back up, and uh, we turn loose again. And right now, at that point in time, I was like, when I was, I need Kristen to take a minus two, you know, and I'm in real good shape. Well, we turn loose, and <laughs> GG goes up there and jumps me a rabbit, and I get struck in for first. And then the bow dog strikes second, and um, Cooper dog strikes third. And I'm thinking, well, that puts me farther away from Kristen. And um, we take it, they go out around there, and we come around, we get a line. Well, they blow up before they get to it. And old Gigi, she picks it across there and gets me a first line. And the bow dog comes in and gets second line. Well, the Cooper dog, Kristen's dog, um, misses. So that, that puts me up way up. You know I mean? I did not And then after that, I just started playing defense. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I got and you. I told him you need to be like Tom Brady and be all offense. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever switch. Just stay on. Stay on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, so we go up, we get them all gathered up after that. We're going to get the one line on there and um, we turn loose again. Well, at that point in time, I think Bo's sitting at 200 minus when the two lost tracks is, and plus the 100 minus took off the get go. He um, he strikes again on the path up there and well, he takes another he takes another 100 minus by himself and that minuses him out. So mm. now it's just me, me and the Cooper dog now. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, we get turned loose and I think we got like an hour, 30 minutes left or something like that. In the hunt. And my old GG, she goes in there about 300 yards. And I'm thinking, it's either going to be 100 or zero because the other dog's about 50 yards behind me. Well, I realized she's about the direction of the spectators up there. And I'm thinking, man, what can I do here? Because Kristen's, Kristen's dog um, barks once or twice behind me. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm either going to eat it here or my dog ain't going here. Mm. Well, I talked. To, I asked the judge. I said, "Well, can we call a timeout where I can get my dog?" And well, they agreed to call a timeout. So I went up there and got my dog. And we, I, I thought this dog back here was going to get a strike, and I was going to get beat. You know, what <laughs> 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 she was, what she was up there around about sixty people, just down <laughs> over the bank from about sixty people sitting up there talking and. and <laughs> And, and when Dusty's coming up the road, I heard him holler, is she up there with you guys? And she was still down in the brush. But, I mean, with that Garmin, I mean, it's just pointing the direction. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah he he, um, he wasn't hey, – he, he he didn't do nothing that anyone else wouldn't have probably tried to do. <laughs> I, just, I can't believe he got away with it. <laughs> I got, I got, that's where a little bit of luck comes up. Right? <laughs> Man, you, you should run for president or sell cars. I don't know. <laughs> get out the tree business. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as I get up here to MS catch old Gigi, she jumps a rabbit. I'm thinking, oh, here we go. How am I going to catch her? Well, I'm busting my butt down across there and get her caught up, luckily, before the 30 minutes catches me. Well, after that fact, we um, turn loose and well, old Gigi must remember that rabbit was up there, so she swung clear back up around there, jumps that rabbit again. So I get strike in for 100. Kristen's dog strikes in second. We run it for a little bit, and they get a line. Well, the Cooper dog gets a first line on me, and Gigi gets second. So that brings her back in a little closer to me. We get her gathered, We get them gathered up. We got seven minutes left, and I always ask the judge to let me know when three minutes or less is left in the hunt. You know. Mm-hmm. Old Gigi struck about. Two minutes and 50-some seconds left in the hunt. Oh, yeah. I struck her, and I said, the good thing we only had three minutes left because she, I think she's going to eat that one. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And that was the hunt. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. And then when I turn around, I have my big old buddy here, Brian, running over the hill, look like a big old grizzly bear. Dang, you're tackling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that is awesome, man. I, I'm, uh, that's, a, that's really cool that you guys are able to, uh, like I said, it's kind of a unique story the way it all kind of unfolds. And I hope that the listeners out there uh, are picking up what you're putting down here. This was, a, this was kind of just uh, a very, very organic process here uh, without a lot of planning going in behind it. So, um, I like to, I like it when things come together like that. So congratulations, congratulations to you both, uh, and, and to GG, uh, um, for being able to, uh, hold through all the way to the end. That's what matters. That's what, that's what counts when, the, when it's all said and done, um, yes. for sure. So, yeah. Um, well, guys, I appreciate it, man. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure hearing the story, uh, getting you guys on here. So I, I was just chomping at the bits, trying to waiting to find out who won the world, so I could get them, get them, and get them recorded. Yeah. And uh, may not be may not be the best podcast you've ever had, but we've done our best. Hey, man, <laughs> that's hey. We don't. It's a good thing about this. We don't give out trophies. And we don't grade. So, yeah. <laughs> so we take it, we take it, we record it, we do what we can with it. And, uh, I send it in and, and then, uh, joy does the rest. And, uh, but, uh, Hey, it's been a great, it's been a great conversation. I know that the listeners out there will en- enjoy this and maybe in the future at a later time, I can get you guys back on here. Um, and, uh, individually and just kind of talk about, uh, well, I don't know about Dusty. He went from birth to world champion. I don't really know what he's going to I don't <laughs> he know what he's. Around, he? <laughs> he didn't. He just, I don't know what he's going to tell me. He went from mighty Aussie dog all the way to boom. Well, here, here we are. Yeah, well, when he, from the time he was about nine until about high school, it was baseball every weekend. There's a. I went. To, I went and watched him play one uh, baseball game up at the high school field. And I don't believe that ball's ever landed, Mike. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, it went over top of the trees in center field, <laughs> and uh, over the fence and through the treetops. And I don't know if that baby's ever landed. I said, "Shazam!" That looked like Barry Bonds hit that. There thing. you go. Yeah. Well, well, you might <clears throat> you might not have a world championship under your belt when it comes to baseball, but you got one under there when it comes to hunting beagle format and United Kennel Club. And so uh, I think it's awesome. And congratulations to you both um, for uh, for a job well done and uh, and working together, uh, mentorship and the whole process of getting to this point here. There's a lot, a lot of people don't see what goes on behind the scenes. And I'm not taking anything away from any other dog that was at the world. They got their golden ticket. Uh, they showed up. They, they, they did their best, I'm sure. And, um, and you know, you never know, you run the same dogs again, another day, you never know how it's going to come out. We all know that when it comes to field trialing, but, uh, for today, as far as 2023 goes in the UKC hunting bigger world championship, Scotty's little Italy GG is our champion. And so congratulations to her. Congratulations to you both, uh, for a job well done. We really appreciate it. Yep. Appreciate you guys being on with me. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you tuning in this week to the Fuel by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Today is Working Dog Wednesday. As again, I want to remind you, if you have any questions, concerns, you can email me at mike at joydogfood.com. That's mike at joydogfood.com. And remember, whatever you do, make sure that your dogs has got the training, the nutrition, and good healthy habitat. 
And uh, that's that's getting you well up above ahead of the game when you go into the field. So God bless each one of you, and uh, we'll we'll listen. Uh, excuse me. We'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs>